0: Welcome to Behind the Scenes Project Management at Siemens. In this podcast series, you are not going to hear project management methodologies, processes, or guidelines or not even projects in particular. You are going to hear stories, personal experiences and journeys of people behind the scenes. Project managers and commercial project managers within Siemens from all around the world. I'm Daria Iran. Welcome to Behind the Scenes Project Management at Siemens. In this episode, our guest is Adrián Barthia González. Welcome, Adrián. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much
1: for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. What about you?
0: I'm also good and also very excited. I will ask this question to you again when we are finishing. How do you feel today? Okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm sure it will be even better.
0: Oh, good. So So good to be here. Oh, thank you so much. So why don't you start with introducing yourself?
1: All right. So I'm Adrian. I come from Spain, where I work as a senior project manager for DI. So that's Digital Industries within Siemens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Currently, I am a project manager involved in automotive projects. So mainly we make assembly lines for the main car manufacturers all Mm -hmm. over the world. So that could be anything, any brand that comes to mind. Okay.
0: So I would like to a little bit go deeper. So how did you start your career? What did you study? Can you a little bit more elaborate on your background for us?
1: Sure thing. So um, I come from a very small town in the northern part of Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, even though now I'm currently working in Madrid, I I was raised and I studied there. So I'm an industrial engineer by training and I started my career in a really technical field. So basically doing structural calculations and stress engineering for the wind turbine sector. Cool. And after a while, I move on to the aerospace doing basically the same thing but instead of wind turbines we were just calculating stresses and doing such for the for the main uh, airplane manufacturers
0: okay you sound it's uh, so you know easy and simple but it should be more complicated than that right so the wind turbines and the planes and so
1: on it is it is quite challenging um Especially since you come out of college and you have to get deep dive into these technical, um, things. But at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's kind of an interesting field. I mean, it gets you, it gets you motivated. Um, but it's kind of, uh, technical, I would say technical knowledge that it's, uh, it has a certain degree of development for your career. And about four or five years after that, Being abroad for a while, both during my education, I had the chance to be in the States for a year abroad. uh, Also working for these technical jobs, I I was in Hamburg for a while. It is quite challenging, but there's only so much that you can develop in this field. So that's when I set my eyes on on Siemens for my next Mm -hmm. career move. Okay,
0: so I was just going to ask how you step into project management. Um, Can you tell us the story, how you become a project manager from this... Very technical role of yours.
1: Yeah, indeed. I mean, it was a let's say a path that I was designed to to follow that got fast tracked real quick. <laughs> so the first time that I joined Siemens, I changed all these technical calculations in megapascals and newtons and such, and I changed them for the very uh, economical calculations of a bid manager. So, okay. yeah, I started as a bid manager doing estimations and calculations for projects, but it only took me four to five months to change roles due to the fact that we were understaffed in one of our main projects back then. Um, so the, our line manager just, uh, reached up to me and said, Hey, Adrian, are you willing to give us a hand on this one? And this was supposed to happen to me like a couple of years down the road, but uh, it somehow it all got, uh, perfectly synchronized and it happened much sooner. After a few months within Siemens, I was already in the field uh, doing PM duties and uh, working as part of a core team in a huge project that we had back then. This was around 2016. It really get me into the mood of becoming a PM for real. Like um, it, is, it is challenging, it is demanding, but it's really exciting to be there.
0: Wow. So it is like it wasn't your call let's say at the beginning to start the PM career but your manager thinks that you could do it and maybe just throw you in the sea and then you have to learn swimming right so is it it sounds like this for me Exactly i think i mean most of most of the PMs that i
1: i've come across they they learn on the job i mean mm-hmm. it's it's part of the process and Yeah uh, one thing that I'm really, really grateful to Siemens for is that uh, I was given the chance mm. and I was given the room to, to grow into and develop into this uh, career path. I knew sooner or later it was going to happen, but it's, it happened so fast and so quickly that it was overwhelming at times, yeah. but it was really <laughs> thrilling and exciting. So that was a total uh, satisfaction
0: for me. Mm-hmm. And how does your previous experience in other fields supported you in, in your project management career? So we see a lot of people coming from different backgrounds into project management. And I think this is the beautiful part of being a project manager. You can have different backgrounds, but still you can be successful in project management. Um, But I'm also interested in how your previous experiences to be a technical person, how does these make the difference? How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, exactly. As a, as a PM, you have to deal with many characters, many roles in your, in your team. It really gave me the empathy and, the, let's say, the common language to connect to my most technical collaborators and associates. And that is a really, I would say, good skill to have when you have to do uh, project management because soft skills are really a must, but you also have to have that special connection. Having a common technical background really helps that to grow that, that feeling and, and that connection.
0: How do you define yourself as a project manager?
1: Mm, that's a tough one. I will say I am trustworthy as a PM. To me, project management is, ma- is many things and depends on many things. But one of the key aspects to being a successful PM is building trust. Building trust with your customer building trust with your team, building trust with your management. At the end of the day, PM is not, or project management, is not about the position where you are and and exercising the power you're given by your company or whoever has given you the mandate to do your project. It's about establishing trustful relationships with the people that have to collaborate with you to bring those projects to a success. If you don't have that, it's Quite unlikely that the project will be coming to a happy end. Uh, but if you have it, you can fight your way through storms and <laughs> challenges and difficulties because uh, you will have their support and they will have yours. And it just so happens that it it works out always.
0: Mm-hmm. So you already start talking about that, but maybe we can explore a little bit more. What does it take to be a good project manager? Besides, of course, trustful relations.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean. I think you have to be able to see the big picture. Just take a step back now and then and try to understand why things are moving the way they are moving and what needs to be done to get to the point where you want to go there. It is sometimes understanding that maybe the needs of different people are not explicitly there and expressed or given to you and you have to be able to have that engage in those conversations. Whether it's your customer, your suppliers, your team, you have to engage in those conversations, the difficult ones, the ones that are related to the needs of those people, and understand those, and try to to deal with them in the in the best way you can.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember from our previous talks that you talk about solving problems and maybe crisis and how this kind of is. a Satisfying thing for you. So I also see that um, this is kind of part of project management, art of project management, maybe this problem solving or crisis and so on. on. How do you see this?
1: In fact, I mean, I, I, I consider project management is not for everybody. But I will say if deep down in yourself, every time that a challenge is presented to you and it brings the best out of you, the best version you can give, if, the, if you get a kick out of problem solving, let's say, if when things get rough is when you become, uh, let's say, motivated, then project management is definitely for you. I mean, it's not going to be uh, all rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. Definitely is not going to be that, but it's going to be, uh, let's say, a, a joyful ride mm-hmm. if you are willing to go with the flow and, and enjoy the, the fact that you can never be totally in control but you can make sure that you are above the the water level. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Good definition. How does this change you as a person? Because I believe that, you know, we spend most of our times at work, actually, and we spend even more time with our colleagues than with our family sometimes. And it kind of shapes us as a person in time. Uh, either you find things that... Um, goes with your personality or you kind of shape with that you are a project manager because this fits your personality or in time it shaped you to become a different person um
1: definitely you need to have some basic skills and some personality traits to be a pm obviously but it definitely helps you outgrow those even even more. Um, as I said, I, I come from a very specific uh, way of training and, and technical field, and I develop into a role that requires mainly handling with people. I mean, project management is all about managing expectations and managing uh, people's concerns and, and motivations. And I think it's really important uh, as a PM to develop those soft skills As a PM, I had to learn to listen and I had to learn to understand other people's point of view and get those, gather those, and maybe just don't go along with them, but Mm -hmm. take them into account. I mean, stakeholder management, (laughs) that is, I will say, project management one-on-one. So (laughs) um, you just have to deal with, with this and you have to grow yourself so much in your personality character and everything else
0: does this also help with your personal life
1: (laughs) (laughs) we will have to ask uh, some other person about that but yeah i think i mean you better yourself some in some ways obviously you have to otherwise uh, we will not be progressing the way we are but it definitely changes you in the long run
0: i think so yeah yeah and for me, what is also amazing with project management is that, as you said, as a technical person, you can go very much deep in your technical knowledge. But in project business, it's all diversity. You know, you work with different people, you work with different customers and different projects. So how does this make a difference in your um, speed as, as growing as a, in your career? So how do you think that this diversity helps you? Mm-hmm.
1: I always say to people talking about this topic that I think when you become a PM, the
0: learning curve
1: that you observe is exponential. It doesn't become linear, it's exponential because the amount of people that you have to interact on a daily basis to solve all these conflicts and problems and challenges, it's humongous. It's, it's crazy. The, the, and the good thing is that every interaction that you have with each and every one of these experts or people that are involved, actually helps you develop in a different aspect that you didn't even know that you were going to. I think I remember I was telling a, a friend uh, I was even expecting to get the certain knowledge that I have now about legal aspects or yeah. financial figures. And there's so many things that I've learned in this role that I've never even have imagined I could have learned in the, in the process. And the good thing is that it keeps going. The bigger (laughs) project that you get, the more complex scenario that you have to solve, the more people that you have to interconnect with and and relate to. And it just keeps you, let's say, updated. And it's so fascinating how you get to meet all these fantastic people out there that are really solving problems every single day. And and they are willing to share that knowledge with you, equip you to be a better PM in the future.
0: Maybe, do you have a moment in your career where you will always remember? Kind of a highlight.
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. And to the contrary of the common, I, I would say, interviewer, it was not a, a, an easy moment for me. It was actually, a, a, it's a stepping point that comes out of a failure. Oh. Um, yeah, I was just starting as a PM. I was given my my, my first flying solo project. Uh, it was a huge shutdown in one of the major car manufacturers in a facility here in Spain. And I I did not uh, prepare it properly. Uh, it did not do my, my job to the fullest, I will say. And it was a total failure. I'm talking, it went south the <laughs> whole way. I'm talking liquidated damages, everything you can imagine. But it was a huge lessons learned to me uh, in the sense that The feedback that I got from my management, it just got me so motivated and so hooked up in this project management role because they were so supportive. They were not blaming me on on the failure. They were just saying, Adrian, this is something that has happened to every single PM that we have in the company. You just have to learn from it. I mean, the key point was, are you willing to learn from this mistake and make this a lesson learned for the future? Or not. I mean, if you are willing to hang up there and, and keep pushing, we are 100% with you. Oh. And that was the moment that I really changed the perception that I have on project management and on Siemens as well. And from that day on, I think I, I am definitely a way more prepared and way better PM than I, that I was.
0: How does this experience change you?
1: Well, I think I, I, I actually it opened my eyes uh, on my behavior towards the people around me and I became much more aware of the of the empathy that we must show our collaborators and our colleagues around and that we have to somehow get all this fear culture out of everyone, every company, every department, every everywhere around. People must be allowed to fail. And learn from their mistakes. Obviously, I mean, no, nothing catastrophic, <laughs> uh, nothing that cannot be repaired. But uh, what I'm trying to say is that you should be given the chance in the room to yeah. grow, and there is no better teacher than your own mistakes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's also amazing to have that, you know, the culture that you can fail and learn from them, and this gives you the room for creativity. And, um, that is also amazing how you take this and also, um, kind of pass it to your team and to the people you're working with. So I think that's the one of the best ways to define a failure as a highlight because you got a great lesson out of that. Wow. Cool. So then if I ask you, maybe one of the biggest challenges, um, not means of this, I, I know this example of your project with this failure, but, Um, in general, what is your biggest challenge in your career when you think of yourself as a project manager?
1: Well, I mean, we have many. I think for me, one of the biggest challenges that that we had in one of the previous projects, it was closed recently. This was a huge project that we had here in Spain in one of the main car manufacturers for the French market. It was really a I will say a, a really specific project. There was a lot of interest going on. We had a lot of pressure because we knew that this this project was vital for them. Uh, people have to understand that uh, factories or, or, um, or workshops, they do not only compete with, with their market, natural competitors, they are also all the time fighting and competing with the rest of the factories of of this global market. And even within the same company, they have to fight it. And this was the case. I mean, we're talking about a small size city in Spain. They have this huge factory that is, it's supposed uh, to give the life livelihood of many families and so on. And they really had an obsolete system going on. And we knew that our project was vital for them to keep alive and to keep moving and to keep being competitive within the group. And the, the project was a success. Everybody gave their 100% because they knew what was at stake. And after the success, everybody, you could feel it. I mean, people were so uh, grateful that Siemens, with their technology being deployed for them, it helped them being on, on the frontier, on the on the very edge of, of technology and being competitive and being, I will say, granted the future for generations to come, maybe for the next twenty years or so, and that was a really a big challenge in the in the sense that the expectations were amazing i mean were over the roof, but also the gratification that we got the kick that we got out of the the successful execution. I will say it was it was terrific, it was great
0: wow, well, technology sometimes perceived as a threat you know this development then it is a threat for people to lose their jobs or something like that but the example you're telling is definitely the opposite that with the technology you provide the solution and then this helps people um to continue their lives or to uh, to have uh, keep on having their jobs in this company right so it's it's kind of touching people's life as well not only in financials but in with the families and so on so this this sounds very satisfying um, from my it point is, of view. It, yeah.
1: it is. And you, you have to keep in mind progress is going to come, whether you like it or not. It's something unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is that Siemens is willing to give that technology with a purpose. Is willing to give these people uh, and these companies that are willing to partnership with us it's giving them the skills, the technology they need to have a bright future. And I can tell you firsthand it changes people's lives and for the better. So that's one really good thing about working for Siemens.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. So um, I was going to ask about the inspiring part, but you already told that now. (laughs) Then maybe um, let's talk about the fun a little bit. So I know this is a challenging role. I know that this this comes with problems, maybe with the problems of the customers with the problems of the team so you have to always come up with solutions in a way but um it also seems like with the teamwork it's um, it creates some fun um, and how is it for you do you also have fun while working or you're just you know the serious uh, result oriented person so how how is it for you
1: well you have to have fun if you <laughs> don't enjoy the job then it is not uh, for you and the the good thing is that you need to have fun in the good and in the bad. This really uh, helps when you are able to to create this sense of belonging within your team. And as I was saying, this is really related to the, to the trust that I was mentioning before. Um, when your team is able to trust each other and to know that no matter what, they're going to be there for you, people really like, open up a little bit, they are more willing to to enjoy the moment, even if it's a hard time. It's going to have hard times because, I mean, to me, it's a really fun part of the job that we have to travel all around the world. <laughs> I mean, we are doing projects in the USA. We are doing projects in Germany, Austria, Spain, or Poland, whatever mm-hmm. you can imagine it, we, we go there. But to me, that's a really highlight. I mean, I love it. I love experiencing new cultures, uh, getting to meet new people, uh, new ways of doing things, that is something that project management also puts on the table. And if you're willing to grab it, it's amazing. I mean, it's fantastic. Also in uh, in, in the daily ba- basis, I mean, we are doing trainings every, every so often where you get to meet all these amazing PMs from all around the world that do things differently than you do. And there's no right or wrong. There's just different ways of approaching the same problem to be solved. And to get all these inputs, uh, it's, it's back to the exponential growth that you experiment as a, as a PM in Siemens. It really rocks me. I mean,
0: <laughs> I, I love it.
1: Some other people don't enjoy so much the traveling. Yeah. They, they do it when it's needed. But I will say, if getting to know new ways of doing things, it's for you, then project management is the way to go. Definitely.
0: Wow. Do you have role models? I do,
1: many. Um,
0: or mentors, fact, I don't know. So
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I will say that most of my learning, I have already done it through observation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And observation could be of proper ways to do things or the, the way that you wish you did things. And also the things that you want to avoid <laughs> and not do. And... That's so amazing when you're surrounded and I am surrounded by uh, such amazing and talented uh, colleagues that you learn every day and my line manager right now he's a he's an amazing guy he used to be my colleague now he's my boss and I mean oh. I could say it's 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 like a bromance <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: but the, the good thing is that we can we can be at the same time friends and professionals mm-hmm. and we are able to distinguish those two aspects and and have fun while being professional at the same time. And I think it really helps. And I wish that I could be somehow that figure for some of my core team members also and my, and my colleagues. I wish one day somebody in this very same podcast can
0: talk to you <laughs> and say, hey,
1: Adrian, help me in a tiny little bit way. And that will be, uh, I will say, a huge moment for me. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm sure there are many of those, but maybe you haven't heard of them yet. (laughs) (laughs) They're shy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This question I like the most actually. Um, So how would you, if you go back in a time travel and uh, meet your young self, what would be the uh, most important thing that you would tell yourself? Um, do this differently or keep on doing this. So what would you um, give as an advice to your young self?
1: Yeah, well, to my young self and to everybody out there, uh, I would say be brave. I mean, be willing to risk it. Uh, As I said, if I hadn't taken the opportunity to deputize as a PM when I was a bid manager, then I would not have had this fast track career, amazing development. So. Just go for it. I mean, don't be afraid. As I said, you're gonna make mistakes. Learn from them, but don't be afraid to be uh, what you maybe can be. That is a. Uh, it's very related to getting out of the comfort zone. Maybe you are willing to do technical calculations your whole life, and that's your your amazing skill, and that's what you love. Then, cheers to you. Enjoy it. Get the most out of it. But if you are saying, "Hey, maybe," maybe this is for me. Maybe I can try it. Go for it. Don't even hesitate it. Tell your, tell your boss, tell your manager, tell whoever is willing to hear, tell them, hey, I think I can do this. I believe in myself. Please give me a chance. And I think this is something that people need to listen to. I mean, there is no problem. If you try it and it's not for you, then so be it. But try it out. Give it a, give it a shot.
0: And see yourself.
1: Cool,
0: Um, anything you would do differently? Mm,
1: That's a good one. Um, I think probably uh, my soft skill development was not as fast as I thought (laughs) it should have been. And yeah. why? who said that? No, I mean, uh, you just can look back in time and see, I mean, probably I did things that I wish I treated people better, or, or maybe I was I was too concentrated on the result and didn't mm-hmm. uh, pay enough attention to the consequences that it had on people or, I mean, what I'm trying to say is that probably to summarize it is that the end does not justify the means. And this is something that you learn with time. So yeah, people are way more important than projects.
0: Wow. That would be a good closing sentence actually, (laughs) Um, but I would like to close with the future. So Mm -hmm. what do you want to do? What do you have in mind as a dream for your future in your career? Yeah.
1: Well, I I think I just want to keep learning. I just want to be better equipped and have more skills. To just be able to deal with better problems, <laughs> yeah, or not better problems. Let's call it more complex problems. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, I think I haven't seen the end of this yet. I, I want to keep pushing and and see where I as far as I can get. Uh, and the, the good thing is that Siemens is an amazing place to do that. Uh, yeah, uh, the challenge only gets bigger and bigger here. So. <laughs> That's a, that's a really great thing about being in a Siemens uh, environment, that you can always ask for a bigger challenge and somebody will be crazy enough to give it to you.
0: <laughs> okay, that's great. That's great. Thank you very much, Adrian. It was really, really fun. Um, I, I really enjoyed talking to you. And um, thank you very much for being here today and sharing your experiences with us.
1: Thank you very much to you for having me.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'm Daria Iran. This podcast is a production of Siemens. If you would like to explore our world, please visit Siemens.com.